This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Thank you for tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. I'm your host, Christian Phoenix. Now, growing up as a comic book fan of the 80s and 90s, I've always been fascinated with how storytellers translated these iconic heroes from the page to film, television, and radio. Long before we got the big-budget CGI epics we enjoy today, children gathered around their radios to hear their favorite do-gooders come to life with little more than their imaginations and these broadcasts from a time long forgotten. I invite you to gather around your radio for this presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Today, eat Kellogg's Pep, the super cereal. Super, as in Superman. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Kellogg's Pep, the super cereal presents The Adventures of Superman. Today, Superman, unable to find Jimmy Olsen, who has been condemned to death by political boss Mike Hickey, returns to the Daily Planet in his guise of Clark Kent and receives an amazing telephone call. Hello? Is this Mr. Kent? Yes, who's calling? My name is Buddy Davis. Buddy Davis? Yes, sir. I'm calling to tell you that somebody in the old writing stable is sending out a Morse code message for you by flashlight. A message for me? Uh-huh. It's an SOS. Wait, Scott, where is this place? It's an old writing stable in the alley near our house on West Oak and 22nd. West Oak and 22nd. Thanks, Buddy. I'll be in touch with you later. Now make room for lots of excitement. Yes, gyrocket excitement. Remember recently, Kellogg's Pep offered you a gyrocket, a sensational rocket model that flies and zooms and streaks from your hand. Well, the response was terrific. In fact, requests still poured in even after the closing date. So we've reopened this offer temporarily. Right. And now thousands are grabbing this chance to get not just one, but several gyrockets. Yes, sir. A gyrocket almost half a foot long. The rocket body is long, slim, and streamlined, shaped of gleaming wood, red or yellow or blue, and with a steel propeller that packs maximum power. With your gyrocket, you get a metal launching rod and a wooden rocket launcher. You launch it right from your hand, the flick of your arm, and it streaks off high into the sky, up over the treetop. Notice, this gyrocket is not a flimsy cardboard spout, but rugged steel and wood, built to take it for hundreds of launchings. But this terrific offer is back on the air for a limited time only, so don't miss out. Send for your gyrocket today, right now. To get your gyrocket, send 15 cents and a Kellogg's Pep box top to Superman. Box 124, New York 8, New York. Remember, you can't buy this gyrocket anywhere. The only way to get it is to send a box top from Kellogg's Pep. Together with 15 cents, a dime and a nickel, and your name and address clearly printed to Superman. Box 124, New York 8, New York. This offer is limited to the United States. (laughs) 
the adventures of Superman. On the eve of election day, Mike Lee, corrupt political boss of Metropolis, knew his machine would be defeated by a reform party headed by editor Perry White, who, as candidate for mayor, had rallied the city's voters behind him. So, in a last-ditch move to save his and his skin, Dickie abducted Cub reporter Jimmy Olsen, then had a henchman phone White and tell him Jimmy would be done away with unless the editor broadcast a statement withdrawing at once as candidate for mayor. As we continue now, on the second floor of the riding stable, Mike Hickey puffs at a cigar, a gloating smile lighting up his fat, heavy-jowled face. His companion is Pete Evans, a swarthy, powerfully built young man. On the dirty floor, a portable radio plays softly. Suddenly, Pete jumps out of his chair and hurries toward the room where Jimmy is being held. Come on, I'll be Come on, Dad Olsen. Let go. Let go of me. What's the matter, Pete? What you got there? A, a flashlight. Flashlight? Yeah. Oh, there. Oh, come on, you. Look at this, Mr. Hickey. A fountain pen flashlight. Olsen got his hands free and was flashing the light through that crack in the window, boys. Why, you dirty little... Why don't you touch her. me, Mr. Hickey. I, I'm sure somebody saw my signal. And, and if you do anything to me, you'll get in trouble. Uh, hey, somebody might have seen it, Mr. Hickey. Yeah. We gotta get out of here, Pete. Pass. Sure, but how about Olsen? We'll leave him here. What? When he knows who we are and can talk? He won't talk. Not the way we leave him. Ah, uh, why well, get it? No, wait. Shut Listen. up, you. Let him have it, Pete. No. No, put that gun away. So long. Oh. Wait, it's Superman. Right, what? Jim. Now, my murdering friend. Now, you can't go again. Try this for size. You me one down. Now, Mr. Hickey, I got you just where I want you. No, let me go. You, you've got nothing on me. Nothing except a charge of abduction and attempted murder, and abduction is punishable by death. Oh, uh, wait a minute. Listen, I'll, I'll make a deal with you. Forget him. No one makes deals with me, Hickey. Stand you by go. for a very important wait. announcement by Perry White. Wait a candidate for mayor on the Reform Party ticket. He's going to resign. You're too late, Superman. He's, he's right. Oh, no. Up with you, Hickey. Sir. And your unconscious friend here. No, let me go. Now, oh, you, Jim. You're on the air, Mr. White. Oh, gosh, hurry, Superman. Hang on, Jim. Up and away. <laughs> And so, fellow citizens, for reasons beyond my control, I find it necessary to withdraw. Hold it, Mr. White. Great Caesar, Superman. And Jim. And look who we brought along. Mike Hickey. Now listen, White. We can still get together. I've got a proposition. Keep talking, Hickey. Let me get the microphone, please, Mr. White. Why, sure, sure. This is Superman, ladies and gentlemen. And the voice you hear whining in the background is that of Mike Hickey, whom I just prevented from stealing tomorrow's election and murdering a young reporter named Jim Olson. Now listen, ladies and gentlemen, while I tell you the with half the votes counted in today's elections, Pet White and his reform party, running mates, are leading the Hickey Machine candidates by an overwhelming majority. Voters are going to the polls in the greatest turnout in Metropolis history. And everywhere you hear the slogan, Vote Right with Petty White. Paper, Perry White elected mayor. Reform Party wins in a landslide election. Extra Perry White. Oh, 
Congratulations, Mr. Mayor. Congratulations, Chief. Congratulations, Mr. Mayor. Thank you, Lois and Jim. Thank you, one and all. Any statement for the press, Mr. Mayor? Why, yes. This victory of the Reform Party proves that the people of Metropolis and of every city, town, and village in America can have an honest government free of crooked professional politicians if they'll only take the trouble to see that honest men are nominated and elected at the polls. You said it, Mr. Mayor. Say, what about Hickey? What'll happen to him? He's in jail, Jim, awaiting trial. Well, how about Bill Henderson, Chief? Uh, I mean, Mr. Mayor. Well, my first official act as mayor will be to reinstate Henderson as police inspector. Good for you. Come on, gang, all together. For he's a jolly good fellow. He's a jolly good fellow. He's a jolly good fellow. Hello. What? I'm sorry, I can't hear. Hold it just a second, please. Hey, Lois, Jimmy, everyone, please wait a minute. Thanks. Hello. Hello. I would like, please, to speak to Mr. Clark Kent. This is Clark Kent speaking. Good, good, Mr. Kent. My name is Klein. Yes. I own a little candy store on Mulberry Street, and the reason I'm calling, Mr. Kent, is because. Hello. Hello. Mr. Kent. You just came in my store. What? I need help. I... <laughs> Hello. Hello. What is it? Hello. Hello. Up there. Trace that call if you can. I'll hold on. Oh, hang up, Kent. Let him call you back. No, someone's in trouble. I heard a muffled cry over the phone. Who was calling? A man named Klein says he owns a candy Police store. Of lizards. Pop Klein. Do you know him, Jimmy? Do I know him? Why, any kid who ever went to the Mulberry Street School knows Pop Klein. He's one of the swellest old guys you'd ever want to meet. Well, I remember one time... Do you know where his candy store is? Well, of course. It's a block from the school. Lois, tell the operator never mind of that trace. Come on, Jim. We're going down there. In the midst of celebrating Perry White's tremendous victory, a strange telephone call, suddenly cut off by a cry of pain, puts an end to the gaiety. Perry White doesn't know it, but that call marks the beginning of his first big job as mayor of Metropolis, fighting the most vicious human octopus ever to fasten its tentacles on innocent people. And now, back to the adventures of Superman. In the back room of a small candy store on Mulberry Street, an elderly gray-haired man with stooped, work-worn shoulders has been forced into a chair. A huge bull-necked ruffian, tiny bloodshot eyes and thick, ugly lips looms over him. I'm giving you one more chance, Klein. You gonna handle them punch boards? I can't put up punch boards for children to throw away the nickel. What do you mean you can't? The kids eat them up. But it's... It's like stealing. Nobody ever wins. Oh, what? They keep trying, don't they? And every nickel comes in you and I split. There's a thousand chances on each of them boards. That's 25 bucks a piece. What do the children get for their nickels? Does even one child ever win anything? You nuts. None of them punch boards are on a level. They're all fixed. That's why I don't want them in my store. Better those nickels should buy butter and milk and eggs. Ah, what's it to you how they spend their dough? To me, it's a lot. This is a poor neighborhood. Prices for food are high enough. Children shouldn't be throwing away nickels on gambling. And such gambling, nobody wins. Okay, wise guy. Get up on your feet. Oh. Come on, up. Please. I'm, I'm an old man. You ain't so old, you can't be taught a lesson. And the boys don't call me muscles for nothing. You gonna put them punch boards in? No. No, I can't. I, I can't do it. Maybe you'll change your mind after... Crumpling under the savage blows of the punchboard racketeer, old Pop Klein drops to the floor, unable to protect himself against the sudden, vicious attack. Clark Kent and Jimmy Olsen are on their way to the candy store. But the question now is, 
Will they get there in time to save the poor old man from a horrible beating? Be sure to listen tomorrow for Chapter One of the most exciting racket-busting story you have ever heard on The Adventures of Superman. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics Magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time by Kellogg's Pep, the Super Serial. Subscription box, yeah, full of exclusive loot, fun surprises delivered to your door every month. Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, daddy. <laughs> From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude, Calabunga, to the Loot Gaming video game box. Woohoo! Yeehoo! Wowzers! With crates starting as large as $11.99 per month, those are facts just about for all collectors. To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's F-E-N-I-X media.us forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate, it. You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. No, it's Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman. Today, eat Kellogg's Pep, the super cereal. Super as in Superman. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Kellogg's Pep, the super cereal presents The Adventures of Superman. Today, Superman and his guys of Clark Kent, accompanied by young Jimmy Olsen, responds to a mysterious telephone call. A call that was suddenly cut off by a cry of pain. Are you sure the call came from Pop Klein, Mr. Kent? Uh-huh. That his candy store on the right there? Oh, yeah, uh, next to the Chinese laundry. Oh. Okay, driver, right here. Ah, here you are, driver. Keep the change. Thanks, Mike. How'd you go, Jim? Okay. When do you meet old Pop, Mr. Kent? He's the nicest, sweetest guy you'd ever want to know. That's so? I'll give you the shirt off his back. Think he'll remember you? Oh, sure. Wait and see. Nobody here. He must be in the back where he lives. He comes out when he hears the bell. Jim. Hey, don't scare me like that. Jim, here's a nickel. Get on the phone and tell the operator to have an ambulance sent here at once. Huh? Then call police headquarters. Get Sergeant Loy if you can. Tell him to hurry down. Leaping lizards, what's up? Pop Klein's in that back room, Jim, but he's not coming out. He's been hurt. He may be dead. 
we better warn you good and plain. Any day now, your gyrocket offer is going to close on the air. Correct. Here's the lowdown. Recently, Kellogg's staff offered you a gyrocket. A sensational flying rocket model that streaks right from your hand high into the sky. Right. And requests poured in even after the closing date. So to give everybody a fair chance, we reopened the offer. And the response was even more terrific. Fact is, the supply may run out any time. So send for your gyrocket now. Remember, this gyrocket is almost half a foot long and every inch businesslike. The streamlined body is sleek and slender, a brilliant blue or yellow or red. And the metal propeller at the stern of the rocket packs it with power. Right. And launching's a cinch, because you get a metal launching rod and a wooden rocket launcher. With a flick of your wrist, you can zoom the gyrocket into the air up over the treetops. Now remember, this terrific offer is back in the air for a limited time only. So don't say we didn't warn you. To get your gyrocket, send 15 cents and the Kellogg's Pep Box Top to Superman. Box 124, New York 8, New York. Do it now, or you'll miss out on the fun and excitement. Remember, you can't buy this gyrocket anywhere. The only way to get it is to send a box top from Kellogg's Pep, the super cereal, plus a diamond and nickel and your name and address clearly printed to Superman. Box 124, New York 8, New York. This offer is limited to the United States. And now, the adventures of Superman. All right, Kent, what's the story? How'd you have to get mixed up in this? Phone call, Sergeant. Pop Klein called me at the Daily Planet, but before he could tell me anything, I heard him cry out, and the connection was cut. Jimmy here knew the location of the store, so we hopped a taxi and came down. Found the old man on the floor in the back room, pretty well beaten up. Mm, was he unconscious when you got here? No, no, he passed out a few minutes before the ambulance arrived. Did he say anything? Yes, he said the man who beat him up wanted him to put nickel punch boards in his store. Yeah, crooked ones. Yeah, most of them are crooked. Any description? Uh-huh. Big and heavy set with small eyes and thick lips. Called himself Muscles. Mm, muscles McGraw, one of Joe Solitaire's boys. Who's Joe Solitaire? Ever heard of Slippery Joe? No. Afraid not. Well, he runs a gambling ship anchor offshore. Used to be top man in the slot machine racket. But when that went out, he started this punchboard gimmick. Stealing nickels from kids. Oh, why isn't it stopped? There's only one way to stop this racket, Kent. From the top. Get Joe Solitaire and the racket dies. Thanks, Sergeant. Thanks for what? The good advice. We're going to get Joe Solitaire. Chief, according to the police, Joe Solitaire's got his crooked punch boards in 5,000 candy stores. Most of them near school. What? Figuring the lowest average take of 50 cents in each store. That adds up to $2,500 a day. More than $15,000 a week. Oh, great Scott, Kent. That, that's incredible. Yes, but what's even more important, these punch boards develop gambling habits in youngsters. Habits that often lead to more serious things. Hey, George, you're right there. As the new mayor of Metropolis, you've got to stop this racket and stop it fast. You're right. I'll call a special meeting of the city council for 10 tomorrow morning. And we'll stop it. <laughs> said, Kent. The police department has been ordered to go all out to clean the city of Punchboard. Oh, swell, Chief. Now we've got to give this publicity. Right. That's your job. Yeah, read all about it. Mayor White declares war on Joe Sullivan. Meanwhile, three miles off Metropolis Harbor, safely out of reach of the law, the gambling ship Lady Luck a palatial 200-foot yacht rides at anchor ablaze with lights. In the main salon, 
The low hum of voices mingles with the clicking of roulette wheels and the hushed rattle of dice rolling across a green felt-covered table. But in a cabin on the upper deck of the yacht, all is silent. There, a man is seated alone at a table playing a game of cards known as solitaire. He is short and somewhat ugly. His thin, glossy black hair is plastered down on his egg-shaped skull. His eyes pop out like a frog's. They are gray and watery, and they look like large, peeled white grapes. His name, taken from the game of cards he constantly plays, is Joe Solitaire. Over and over again, he slips cards from the deck in his left hand and turns them face up, trying to fill in the pattern laid out on the table in front of him. He is so intent on the game that he fails to look up even when a knock sounds on the door of his cabin. Who is it? It's me, boss. Muscles. Come in. Eddie brought the papers on his last trip out, and I figured Close the you'd... door and keep quiet for a minute. Got a winning combination here. Okay. What do you want? Eddie brought the late papers on his last trip out. What do they say? The Daily Planet's hitting the punch boards harder than ever. The cops clean out 500 stores today. Ah, uh, but don't worry, boss. We'll get them back in. What else? The planet says the old guy I give her going over to is going to die. <laughs> They're telling me. What are you laughing about? Well, I'm laughing because it's funny. Oh, so you think it's funny. How many times do I have to tell you that dead storekeepers can't take punch boards? Oh, now, wait a minute. You said yourself the roughhouse. I said roughhouse, not kill. Roughhouse, roughhouse. Don't you know what the word means? So I hit him a little too you hard. You stupid, ignorant fool. Don't you have a brain in your head? Stanzan tells me he hit him a little too hard. What are you worrying about? This ain't gonna last. They got a new mayor, so they're putting on a show. The mayor happens to be Perry White, editor of the Daily Planet. He's not putting on any show. It means business. Nah, in a couple of weeks it'll blow over. This won't blow over unless we blow it. When does Eddie make his next trip into shore? In 20 minutes. Time to wait. I'm going to write a letter to the new mayor. I want Eddie to mail it. What are you going to write him? I think maybe I'll ask him to come out here and talk things over with me. I think maybe we can make a deal. Well, what kind of deal? The kind you think, idiot. The kind I always make. A good deal. Running his manicured hands over the playing cards scattered on the table... Joe Solitaire smiles. His definition of a good deal means trouble for someone. And now, back to the adventures of Superman. It is early the following evening. Harry White, now mayor of Metropolis, has received Joe Solitaire's letter. It's a cleverly worded letter, indicating that the gambler and racketeer is willing to discuss dropping the punchboard racket, but that he cannot come ashore for fear of arrest. Unable to contact Clark Kent, who is covering the efforts of police raiding squads to clean the crooked punch boards out of candy stores, Harry White has invited Lois Lane to accompany him out to the gambling ship. As we join them now, they are seated in Joe Solitaire's upper deck stateroom. In his hands, he holds a deck of cards, which he ripples at annoying intervals. Harry White is concluding a conversation with the ugly little racketeer. Well, let's leave it at this way, Solitaire. Either you get your dirty punch boards out of Metropolis, or we'll get them out for you. And if you ever set foot in the city limits, I'll send you to jail for life. And he's not kidding, Mr. Solitaire. 
Thank you, Mr. Mayor. Now, remember that. Ah, uh, let's go, Lois. Okay, Chief. Launch is waiting to take you ashore. The attendant on deck will lead you to the gangplank. Good night, Miss Lane. Mr. White. Good night. <laughs> All right, Muscles. Come out from behind the screen. Oh, I thought you was going to make a deal. Shut up and listen. If he gets off with him in the launch, you take the speedboat. Circle around, come up ahead of them. Before they reach the channel, boy, open up the speedboat wide and cut the launch in two. Hey, are you kidding? No. Speedboat has a sharp metal bow. You can slice a launch in half like cream cheese. Yeah, but what about Eddie? One of these days you'll learn the world is full of Eddies. You mean you're going to knock him off, too? Why not? I'm getting two for one. It'll stack up better with the cops that way. Go ahead, Marcellus. Reaching for the deck of cards, Joe Solitaire begins flipping forward. He hesitates for a moment as the ace of spades, the death card, comes face up. A faint smile creases his pale lips as he places it in position on the table. <laughs> I can't lose this one. Gang, whatever you do, don't miss the opening of tomorrow's episode in this exciting racket-busting story. When out of the darkness, a speedboat with a sharp metal bow will thunder down on the launch carrying Perry White and Lois Lane. Be sure to listen tomorrow, same time, same station, for Chapter 2 of this thrill-packed story on The Adventures of Superman. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, The Adventures of Superman. You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. No, it's Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman. Today, eat Kellogg's Pep, the super cereal. Super as in Superman. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Kellogg's Pep, the super cereal presents The Adventures of Superman. Today, Superman is called on to perform a near miracle. Rescuing Lois Lane and Barry White from a death trap set by the punchboard racketeer, Joe Solitaire. Listen now to what I tell you, Muscles. Don't make any mistakes. Okay, boys. He's taking Perry White and Miss Lane back to shore in the launch. Hit the speedboat, circle around in front of them. Before the launch reaches the channel, boy, open the speedboat wide and cut the launch in two. The speedboat has sharp metal bow. She'll go through that launch like it was cream cheese. Yeah, but what about Eddie? That's too bad about Eddie. You mean you're going to knock Eddie off, too? Why not? We're getting two for one. They stack up better with the cops that way. Go ahead, Muscles. And make it good. Last call for excitement. Last call for thrills. Today's your final chance to get in on Pep's terrific gyrocket offer on the air. Correct. And you can still get your gyrocket from Kellogg's Pep, the super cereal, if you act right away. Correct. 
You have the rest of today to send for your Gyrocket, the sensational rocket model. Yes, a Gyrocket almost half a foot long. A zipping, zooming, flashing Gyrocket that streaks right from your hand high into the sky. This Gyrocket is every inch businesslike. The long, streamlined body is shaped of brilliant colored wood in red or blue or yellow. And the metal propeller at the stern of the rocket packs it with power. Right. And launching the cinch because you get a metal launching rod and a wooden rocket launcher. With a flick of your wrist, you can zoom the gyrocket into the air, up over the treetop. Now remember, this is the very last day we're offering this terrific gyrocket over the air. So don't say we didn't warn you. Here's your last chance to get several gyrockets and give them to your friends for Christmas. Talk about ideal presents. Now for each gyrocket you order, send 15 cents and a Kellogg's Pep box top to Superman, Box 124, New York 8, New York. Do it now or you'll miss out on the fun and excitement. Remember, you can't buy this gyrocket anywhere. The only way to get it is to send a box top from Kellogg's Pep, the super cereal, plus a dime and a nickel, and your name and address clearly printed to Superman, Box 124, New York 8, New York. This offer is limited to the United States. Now, the adventures of Superman. A dirty, vicious racket. The distribution of crooked punch boards to neighborhood candy stores where school children gamble away their nickels without a chance of winning anything is the first official problem faced by Editor Perry White, newly elected mayor of Metropolis. Kingpin of the dishonest racket is Joe Solitaire, who also owns and operates a palatial gambling ship anchored three miles off Metropolis Harbor, beyond the legal limit of arrests. In a surprise move, Solitaire invited Perry White to visit his floating quarters to talk things over. And unable to contact Clark Kent, who was out covering efforts of the police, Perry White asked Lois Lane to go along with him. As we join them now, they have left the gambling ship after an unsatisfactory discussion with Joe Solitaire and are being taken to shore in a launch owned by the gambling racketeer and operated by one of his henchmen known as Eddie. Seated in the stern of the launch, neither the gray-haired former editor nor the girl reporter are aware that Joe Solitaire has set a death trap for them. A trap whose jaws are a watery grave. Lois is still fuming. I just can't get over that slimy, frog-eyed little monstrosity sitting there and telling us that kids like to take chances. That they get a kick out of playing his crooked punch board. Yes, and he didn't even blink when I pointed out that the kids haven't got a chance. That nobody ever won anything on his board. Chief, there must be a way of stopping a man who induces children to gamble. Yeah. Why, a mother gives her child money to buy food in the school lunch room. And what happens? The poor kid is lured into throwing away his nickels on a punch board because he thinks he may win a $50 bicycle. Got a chance with those crooked boards. Right. The kid loses. And then, afraid to tell his mother, he borrows. Or maybe even steals. Yes, and then he's called a criminal delinquent. Exactly. And that pop-eyed crook sits out there on his million-dollar yacht and plays solitaire while his racket rocks. Children of nickels needed for food. Oh, it's not so loud. Well, I guess... Running the launch is one of Solitaire's boys, you know. I don't care. I'm so burned up, I'm not afraid of anything or anybody. Okay, but take it easy, Lois. Uh, well, we must be heading into the channel or getting close to it. I hear a bad boy. What are those red and green lights over there, Well, oh, it's another boat. and looks like a... What? Well, that's funny. What? Why, the lights on that boat, they went out. Wait a minute. Thank you. What's that? It's a motor. Open wide, a powerful one. It's coming closer. Uh, hey, you. Yeah? Uh, which way is that boat headed? I don't know. Uh, it's running without lights. So what? Chief, I don't like this. Neither do I. Uh, can't you go any faster? She's wide open now. What are you worrying about? Uh, I don't like the idea. But... Look, here it comes. It's heading right for us. Jump over. <laughs> 
Hi, Jim. Hi, Mr. Kent. Here's the final draft of that story. I talked to about a hundred kids, and it's just like we thought. Uh-huh. Seventy out of the hundred play the punch boards. I told them they didn't stand a chance, and most of them said I was crazy. They did, eh? Uh-huh. You see, what happens is this. Some of the storekeepers feed them cock and bull stories about guys who won bicycles and things. Uh-huh. They even give them names and addresses. So I checked up on a couple of them, and of course they're phoning. Of course. Uh, did you call the hospital again about popcorn? A few minutes ago, Jim. There's no change. It still looks bad. His age is against him. Mr. Kent, I'll bet I can get a thousand kids to fight those rotten racketeers. Not only kids, but men and women, too. Anyone who ever went to the Mulberry Street School would go to bat for Pop Klein. That's swell, Jim, but the police haven't even been able to locate Muscles McGraw, the group who almost killed Pop Klein. Incidentally, do you know where Lois is? Miss Lane? Yeah. No. I haven't been able to locate her, and I can't find Perry White, either. All I hope is they haven't... Want me to take it? Oh, thanks, Jim. I got it. Hello, Clark Kent speaking. Who? Good grief, where are you? Chief, Mr. Kent. It's Lois. Lois, where are you? Clark, I... We... The boat we were in. And that mother boat hit it. What boat, Lois? Never mind that, Clark. I swam to shore, but... But, Chief... Yes? Is... He... Didn't... Come up. Great Scott! What is it, Mr. Kent? Where are you, Lois? I'm in a restaurant on Water Street. Across from the American steamship. I'll be right down. Wait a minute, Clark. Wait, Clark. Wait. Call the lieutenant. Tell him we'll need the marine police and the guard. All right. You stay where you are, Lois, and wait for me. What's up, Mr. Kent? Don't ask questions now, Jim. Call Inspector Henderson. Tell him to alert the marine police on the coast guard and to meet me in a restaurant on Water Street across from the American steamship dock. You stand by here in case we need you. Well, gosh, can't you tell me what happened before you go? No time for details, Jim, but it looks bad. Now, pull yourself together, Lois. What happened after the speedboat hit the launch? Well, I'm not sure, Clark. Well, try to remember. Just before it struck, I heard the chief yell to me to jump. Uh-huh. And then there was a terrific crash and a blinding explosion. Yep. Something hit me on the back of the head. The next thing I remember, I was in the water. But there was no sign of the chief. No? I shouted until I heard no more Boys, and then I gave up and started swimming so sure. Oh, you poor kid, and the chief. He's gone, Corp. They'll never find him. Oh, Lois, you've got to keep your chin up. What about the man who was running the launch? What happened to him? I don't know, and I don't care. Poor Mr. Walker. Lois, listen. You wait here for Inspector Henderson and tell him what happened. All right. I've got something to do. I'm going to try to perform a miracle. We'll be back in a moment for the tense and exciting climax of today's episode when Clark Kent, in his true role of Superman, discovers that miracles are not so easy to perform. And now, back to the adventures of Superman. Three miles offshore in the master stateroom of the gambling ship Lady Luck, a man with thick, ugly lips and water-gray eyes bulge from his head like peeled white grapes is seated at a table playing a game of solitaire. Black eight and the red nine. Red seven and the black eight. Black queen and the red king. Not bad. Not bad at all. The 
same moment, a red-caped, blue-costumed figure, wheeling and dipping like some giant swallow, is covering every inch of the dark ocean water beyond the Metropolis Channel buoy. If I find him now, it will be, America. Nothing but black water and floating driftwood. I guess Lois was right. He's gone. Dead and gone. Just when he was about to realize his greatest ambition, to bring honesty and decency to city government. It isn't fair. It isn't right. Racketeer like those solitaire is allowed to live. What's happening? Something's stabbing through me. I'm losing my strength. I'm falling. King of hearts. King of spades. King of diamonds. <laughs> well, that does it. I won again. Yes, Joe Solitaire, you won again. And more than just a card game. You don't know it, but only a mile or so from your gambling ship, the Man of Steel, Superman, has been mysteriously struck down in midair. And as you laid the winning card on the table, his helpless body, stripped of its amazing strength and superhuman powers of flight, is falling like a sawdust dummy, plummeting down into the black waters of the sea. What has happened? What strange and mysterious force suddenly knifed through the darkness and cut down Superman? Gang, whatever you do and wherever you are, don't miss Monday's episode of this amazing story. And tell your friends to listen, too. Because for the first time in his history, Superman discovers he has an enemy more powerful than he is. Listen Monday, same time, same station. Don't miss the next thrill-packed episode of this racket-busting story on The Adventures of Superman. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics magazine. You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. No, it's Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Today, eat Kellogg's Pep, the super cereal. Super as in Superman. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Kellogg's Pep, the super cereal presents... The Adventures of Superman. Today, Superman, suddenly and mysteriously struck down in midair while searching for Perry White, plummets into the dark ocean waters two miles off Metropolis Harbor, where now he is fighting desperately to keep himself afloat. Uh, oh, my arms are like lead. I can't even lift them. All my strength is gone. Oh, what happened to me? I didn't see anything. I didn't hear anything. And suddenly something stabbed through me and I was falling. Oh, I've got to get this cape off. I'm getting all tangled up in it. Ah, there. That's better. Now, if I could only lift my arms. Oh, oh no. It's hopeless. I'm afraid that this is the end.
Say, this week, more than a thousand young people are meeting in Chicago. Young people who deserve a special salute. Right, because the 4-H Boys and Girls of America are now holding their National Congress. Yes, more than 1,000 young people from farms and villages are gathered representing 1,700,000 4-H club members in all parts of the United States. Not only the United States, but also Puerto Rico, Alaska, and Hawaii. What's more, all of these boys and girls won the chance to go to Chicago because they excelled in health, leadership, cooking, farming, or some other 4-H project. These winners, as well as 4-Hers everywhere, are working together for equal training of head, heart, hands, and health. They've adopted the basic 4-H program to develop their talents so they'll be more useful to themselves and to the community. Correct. So we send our congratulations and best wishes to the 4-H Congress in Chicago. And to 4-H club members everywhere, good luck. And now, the adventures of Superman. In an effort to rid the city of Metropolis of a vicious and dishonest punchboard racket stealing nickels from school children and encouraging other harmful habits among them, Editor Perry White, newly elected mayor of Metropolis, accompanied by Lois Lane, visited the head of the racket, a man named Joe Solitaire, aboard his gambling ship anchored three miles offshore. Returning to shore, the launch in which they were riding was run down and cut in two by a speedboat acting under orders from Solitaire. Lois, an excellent swimmer, managed to reach the harbor, but Perry White was missing. Immediately, Clark Kent, in his true role of Superman, flew out over the ocean to search for him, but was suddenly and mysteriously struck down in midair. As we continue now, the scene is the Coast Guard patrol station in Metropolis Harbor. Three Coast Guard cutters and two police launches are out searching for Perry White. As Lois Lane and Inspector Henderson, chief of the Metropolis Police Department, wait anxiously, one of the cutters, returning from the search, prepares to duck. Never mind the foul line. Make your stern fast. Okay, good enough. First engines. You better go back into the station, Miss Lane. This is no place for you. No, please, Inspector. Whatever it is, good news or bad, I I, I want to know about it. Okay, that does it. Killer. Don't touch the body until the police get a look at it. Oh, Inspector. Ready, Miss Lane. I'll go off and get the inspector. I'm right up here on the dock, Lieutenant. Good. Be right up. I remember. No hysterics. Don't worry. Inspector, we picked up a body about... Oh. It's all right. This is Miss Lane of the Daily Planet. What about the body? Oh, well, uh, we picked it up about two miles out. Yeah? Man about 35, short, dark hair. Inspector, that's the man who was running the launch. That isn't Mr. White. Let's have a look. Before you do, there's something else, Inspector. What? One of your boats fished it out of the water and asked us to bring it back. Yeah, get under the light and see it better. Uh, what is it? Looks like a cape of some kind. It's a bright red and there's a letter S on the back of it. Oh, no. It can't be. It can be what, Miss Lane? Let me see it. Yes, it is. Why, this is Superman's cape. What? Yes, it's Superman's cape. I'm sure it is. What would Superman's cape be doing floating two miles offshore? I don't know, but that's what it is. And I'm sure it means that something is wrong, Inspector. Something is terribly wrong. Meanwhile, some miles from the waterfront... In the living room of the stone mansion set from a private road, Bruce Wayne, otherwise known as Batman, closes the book he has been reading, yawns, and turns to his young companion, Dick Grayson, otherwise known as Robin. Oh, Robin, switch the radio on and let's get the late news, eh? Then we'll turn in. Okay. I could use some shut-eye. <laughs> Are you kidding? 
You only had ten hours last night. Oh, so what? I'm a growing boy. <laughs> Union leaders predicted an early settlement. A metropolis. Coast Guard cutters and police launches have been searching the waters off Metropolis Harbor since ten o'clock in a frantic effort to locate the body of Perry White. When a speedboat across the launch in which he and Lois Lane, Daily Planet reporter, were riding. Wasn't he told Robin? Police Inspector Henderson reported a few minutes ago that the body of the man who had been operating the launch had been recovered, together with what has been identified as the familiar red cape belonging to Superman. What was that? No explanation was given as to how or why Superman's cape happened to be floating almost two miles offshore. Keep tuned to this station for further development. Turn it off, Robin. What do you make of it? Mm, sounds like Superman's in trouble. Call Cliff down at the dock. Tell him to get the fat boat warmed up. I'll back the car out of the garage. And hurry, we've got to get down there and fast. Anderson said two miles east of the channel. Oh boy, right, Robin? Right. Check the exhaust, will you? It seems to be running hot. Suffering catfish. She's doing 50 knots. I want to get out there fast. Try the searchlight. Joe Cliff put a new bulb in. I certainly hope he did. Oh, he sure did. Look at that beam. Lights up the water for a mile. Now, we're going to need it. Black as a witch's heart here tonight. That channel marker on my stern? I'm dead on. Okay. Set the light beam so it hits the water ahead of us. I'll slow down and we'll make wide circles. And now keep your eyes peeled. For what? Anything you see floating. Well, look, it. We're going to circle. I'll have to keep shifting the light. Sure, but keep them in about the same position. Get ahead and yell if you see anything. You take the starboard side and I'll take the port. Okay. What are all those lights blazing over there? That's the gambling ship. It's anchored beyond the three-mile limit. With their launch, it was run down by the speedboat. Say, I didn't quite get the drift of how Miss Lane and Mr. White happened to be in the launch. What was it? Perry White was just elected mayor of Metropolis. He went out to the gambling ship to try to talk to Joe Solitaire, the bird who owns it, into clearing his punch board racket out of the city. Oh, and uh, on the way back, the launch got clipped. That's right. Dirty business, maybe? I don't know. One of Solitaire's men was running the launch. He was killed. Could have been a rival gambling syndicate or... Hold it. Something up ahead there. Where? My side. Swing the light to the left. Easy. Easy. There see it. Yeah. What is it? I don't know. Get the pike pole and come over on this side. Right. Okay, I got it. Now, where's what you saw? Well, we're coming up on it, see it? Uh-huh. It's like a big dead fish. No, no, it's a body. Yes. Yes, you take the wheel. Let me have the hook. All right. Here. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, shift in the neutral room. Prottle down. All right. Now, now, break out a rope and tie a slip knot. Uh, no, no, wait, Robin. First shift the searchlight so I can see what I'm doing. Get the beam right down alongside the boat. We need another hand on board. We haven't got another one, so move fast. How's the light now? Further down. Further a little further. Now? Now to the left, about five inches. That's it. Good Lord, Robin. What's the matter? Look. It's Superman. And now, back to the adventures of Superman. Searching the dark ocean waters in their specially designed boat, Batman and Robin have found the limp body of Superman floating offshore. As we rejoin them now, they have just succeeded in slipping the rope under Superman's arms and are hauling him aboard. Pull, Robin. Pull. Give it all your gut. Right. Oh, hold it. I can grab it. Now, take the rope fast to it, please, in case he slips out of my hands. Go ahead. I'll hold it. Okay, she's back. Can you manage him alone? I think so. Lay the stern cushion on the deck. Right. 
He's heavy, but we've got him up high enough so I can get a grip on him. Now, the cushion's right behind you. Okay, here he comes. Oh, oh I never thought you'd make it. Hand me a flashlight. Gosh, he looks awful. I'm not interested in how he looks. Here, hold the light. Like this? Yeah, now quiet. What is it? It isn't good, Robin. I can't feel any pulse. I think he's dead. Superman dead? No, it's impossible. Or is it? Something strange and mysterious struck him down in midair. Did it also have the power to strip him of life? Gang, nothing like this has ever happened to Superman before. So don't miss a single episode of this tense and exciting story if you want to know what actually did happen. Listen tomorrow particularly to find out if Batman is right. Tune in same time, same station for Chapter 4 of this thrill-packed, racket-busting story on The Adventures of Superman. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics Magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time by Kellogg's Pep, the super serial. Get this and previous episodes of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater wherever you get podcasts or by visiting phoenixmedia.us forward slash silverageheroes. Join us again, same bat time, same bat station, for another presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. Excelsior! Thank you for tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. I'm your host, Christian Phoenix. Now, growing up as a comic book fan of the 80s and 90s, I've always been fascinated with how storytellers translated these iconic heroes from the page to film, television, and radio. Long before we got the big-budget CGI epics we enjoy today, children gathered around their radios to hear their favorite do-gooders come to life with little more than their imaginations and these broadcasts from a time long forgotten. I invite you to gather around your radio for this presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Today, he's Kellogg's Pep, the super serial, super as in Superman. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine serial. Kellogg's Pep, the super serial presents The Adventures of Superman. Today, Superman, taken unconscious from the sea by Batman and Robin, lies limp and motionless in the bottom of the Batboat as his friends bend over him anxiously. Hold the flash down, Robin. Right. How's that? Good enough. Quiet now. Well, Batman, 
It looks bad. What do you mean? I can't feel any pulse. Robin, I think Superman is dead. Say, get out your pet photo, the movie and sports stars. The photos you get as a prize, one on every package of Kellogg's Pet, the super cereal. Look at your photo of Peggy Ann Garner, the 20th century Fox star. Notice how natural she looks. You might even think she's one of the crowd you go around with. Right. Pep gives you candid camera-sized photos of 24 outstanding stars, like Peggy Ann Garner and Dana Andrews starred in so many Sam Golden movies. And the all-American halfback, Charlie Trippy. In fact, you'll want to collect all 24 photos in this series, and fast. So trade your duplicate photos with friends. And here's the way to pack every swap with excitement. Yes, play Photo Swap. Later in the program, we'll show you how it's played. And remember, you get a prize photo at every package of Pep. Those golden flakes of good whole wheat. Good? Why, Pep, so delicious in the morning, you wish you had a spoon for each hand. That's Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Kellogg's Pep, the super cereal. Super, as in Superman. And now, the adventures of Superman. Aroused by a brutal attack on the elderly proprietor of a little candy store who had defied a gambling syndicate, Editor Perry White, newly elected mayor of Metropolis, swore he would rid the city of an evil punchboard racket by which school children were fleeced of their nickels and dimes and sometimes led into serious trouble. Accompanied by Lois Lane, girl reporter, White visited the boss of the racket, a soft-spoken, evil-looking man named Joe Solitaire, who had his headquarters on a palatial gambling ship anchored three miles offshore. After ordering the gambler to remove his punchboards from Metropolis, White and Lois started back to shore in a launch and were cut down in the darkness by a high-powered speedboat piloted by one of Solitaire's henchmen. An excellent swimmer, Lois managed to reach shore. Then, as Superman, Kent began a search for the gray-haired editor. But suddenly, high over the dark sea, he was mysteriously stricken and, losing his power to stay aloft, he plunged down into the black water where he lost consciousness. As we continue now, the famous Batman and Robin have found Superman and dragged him abroad, their powerful, oddly-shaped Batboat, where young Robin holds a flashlight as Batman desperately applies artificial respiration to their unconscious friend. One, two, three, out. One, two, three, in. Any luck, Batman? Not yet, Robin. One, two, three, out. One, Jeepers, you've been working two, on him for about an hour. In, I know. I can't understand it. I was sure nothing could happen to Superman. That's what I always thought. Wait a minute. What's up? I think... Yes. I can feel a pulse beat. Are you sure? It's very faint, but it's there all right. Yes, he's alive, Robin. He's alive. Oh, boy, that's swell. Quick, get a blanket from the cabin. We'll wrap him in it. Rush him back to shore. Right. One blanket coming up. Oh. Step on the chum. He's coming, too. Half a sec. What? Well... No, no, no. Take it easy, Superman. Don't try to talk yet. Oh, Batman. Right. Just take it easy now. Here you are. Two blankets, warm and woolly. Robin. Hi, old timer. Come on, son. Help me cover him. Uh, All right. Boy, did you give us a bad moment, Superman. And how? What? What happened? That's what we want to know. A Coast Guard cutter found your cape floating in the harbor. Then we came out here and found you. Yeah, and you were out like a light, too. No pulse, nothing. What happened to you? I don't know, Batman. No. No idea at all. No, I... Suddenly lost my strength when I... Great Scott, now I remember. I was looking for Perry White. Has he been found? Not no. yet. 
Oh, great heavens, I've got got to get up. Well, help me, please. Well, all right. Oh, catch him, Batman. He's going to fall. Oh, I've got him. But what's the matter with me? I don't know. Get you to the hospital and find out. Robin, start the motor. No, wait. I've got to find Perry White. Just hold me up a minute till I get my strength back. Look, Superman, you've got to face facts. Mr. White's been missing for several hours. We've combed these waters, and so have the Coast Guard and the Marine Police, and there's no sign of him. I'm afraid White's been drowned. Oh, no, no, no. Don't, don't, don't say that. It's the only answer. No, I won't believe it until I see him. I've got... Oh, what's the matter with me? All my strength is gone. Look, we've got to get you to a hospital. No, Robin, I... get this tub underway fast. Aye, aye, Skip. Look, hospitals aren't for me, Batman. I don't get sick as ordinary people do. Well, there's something wrong with yes, you. Yes, yes, I know. Something. Something queer and unexplainable struck me down while I was... Flying over the water out here. What was it? I don't know. But I've got to find out. Now, look. Tell Robin to head for the Coast Guard station in the harbor. I've got to... Got to... Oh. Superman! What happened, then? He passed out again. Holy cats, is... No, no, he's breathing all right. Got to get him ashore in a hurry. Give her all she's got. Here we go. Full throttle. Meanwhile, in the handsomely appointed stateroom of his palatial gambling yacht, the Lady Luck, which is anchored three miles out to sea beyond the jurisdiction of the law, Joe Solitaire, king of the punchboard syndicate, sits at a card table playing his favorite game. Solitaire, standing quietly behind him, as his deft, carefully manicured hands manipulate the cards, is his burly henchman, Muscles McGraw. Black eight on red nine. Diamond deuce on the ace. Going all right. Everything's going all right tonight, Muscles. <laughs> Everything. I don't know how you can say that to us when that, that newspaper dame is slain. She didn't get drowned. Perry White did. He was the one I wanted out of the way. Yeah, I know, but... You know how much we can take from punch boards, Muscles? Just from the punch boards in the candy stores near the schools? How much, boys? About half a million school kids in Metropolis. Each kid buys only one chance a week on a board. We pick up twenty-five thousand dollars. Twenty-five G's a week. Uh huh. It's one million three hundred thousand dollars a year. Now, if we can make each kid average two chances a week, our take will be over two and a half million a year. Wow. Then what we gotta do is see that every candy store in Metropolis puts in more of our boards, huh, boys? Right, muscles. Now with our new reform mayor Perry White at the bottom of the ocean, we can do it. Counting on you to put the heat on the storekeepers to put in our boards. Make them understand they've got to sell the kids on taking chances. <laughs> Tell them they can win bicycles, huh? Sure, bicycles and cameras, fountain pens, everything. Every once in a while, we'll print phony names and addresses of kids who supposedly won. What a racket. Easy, like stealing from a blind man's cup. See who that is, Muscles. Okay, boss. Hi, Muscles, old boy. What do you want? Want to see Joe Solitaire, that's but out of my way. Ah, uh, just a minute. Who is it, Muscles? That rich playboy, Billy Mayville. I know what he wants. What do you want, Mayville? I want Joe to meet a friend of mine. Yeah, what friend? This one behind me, see? Shh. He's sleeping now. Can't talk. Where? What? Holy mackerel. Hey, boss, come here, quick. What is it, Muscles? Look. Look on the floor. Nice fella. We found him in the water. Picked him up on the way here in our boat. Who? <laughs> Great snakes. It's Perry White. 
their eyes literally popping from their heads. Joe Solitaire and Mutz McGraw stared down at the limp, dripping form of Editor Barry White. Is he alive? And now, back to the adventures of Superman. At the threshold of the private stateroom on his gambling yacht, Joe Solitaire and his henchman, Muscles McGraw, stare down at the limp body of Perry White, new mayor of Metropolis, whose death they had planned earlier that evening. Billy Mayville, a wealthy playboy, smiles happily as he explains. Gunso and me, we were coming out here to play roulette in our boat, and we see this fella in the water, so we pull him aboard. He's alive, boss. You sure, Muscles? Yeah, I'm sure. Of course he's alive. Tell me, Mabel, who else was on your boat? Nobody. Just me and Johnny. I see. Do you know where this man is? Nope. Haven't the slightest idea. Look, Joe, me and Johnny want to play a little roulette, see? You take care of this poor fella, huh? You bet we will, and huh? Shut up, Muscles. Of course, Mr. Mabel. You run along and have a good time. We'll take care of this fellow. That's fine. Thank you very much, Joe, old boy. I knew I could depend on you. Boy, ain't it lucky the cops didn't find him. Yes, this was a break. Bring him into my cabin, Muscles. He's got a finishing job to do. Swiftly, Solitaire's burly henchman lifts the unconscious Perry White and carries him into the cabin. Then the gambler closes and locks the door behind them. A stroke of fate has delivered the gray-haired mayor saved from a watery grave back into the hands of his assassins. What possibly can save Perry White now? And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's For excitement, the adventures of Superman Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics Magazine And is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time by Kellogg's Pep, the Super Serial Behold my precious Ooh, yeah, we do something right here, uh huh the Loot Crate subscription box, yeah, full of exclusive loot on surprises and delivered to your door every month. Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, daddy. <laughs> From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude, Calabunga, to the Loot Gaming video game box. Woohoo! Yeehoo! Wowzers! With crates starting as large as $11.99 per month, there's a box just about for all collectors in. To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's F-E-N-I-X media U-S forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate, it. You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. No, it's Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman. Eat Kellogg's Pep, the Super Cereal. Super as in Superman. Kellogg's Pep, the Sunshine Cereal. Kellogg's Pep, the Super Cereal presents The Adventures of Superman. Today, in his stateroom on his palatial gambling ship, 
Joe Salatare smiles triumphantly as Muscles, his burly henchman, drops the limp, unconscious form of Mayor Perry White to the floor. Oh, boy. Was this a break or was it a break, boys? It was a very good break, Muscles. Yeah. If the waterfront cops had picked White out of the water instead of them slap-happy playboys... It would have been too bad. You said it. We'd have been in plenty of trouble. Everything worked out fine, Muscles. Just fine. Oh, say... Now, let me comb Mr. White out of our hair for good. Say, look at the bright, glossy surface on your Pepstar photos. Well, photographers prefer this glossy finish because it keeps looking shiny even after lots of handling. And what's more, you can collect a whole photo series of 24 famous screen and sports stars. You get a photo as a prize, one in every package of Kellogg's Pep, the super serial. Correct. Photos of great stars like George Sanders of United Artists and Virginia Mayo of the Sam Goldwyn Studios and the Chicago White Sox catcher Mike Tresh. Now listen, you can get a handy photo album to keep your pet photo collection safe and sound at all times. Just look on the side of your pet package for instructions on how to get this slick album. And remember, collect your prize photo from every package of pep, those swell flakes of whole wheat. And speaking of collecting, Pep's so good, you'll try to collect a man-sized load in every spoonful. That's Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Kellogg's Pep, the super cereal. Super as in Superman. And now, the adventures of Superman. When Editor Perry White, newly elected mayor of Metropolis, told the gambler... Solitaire that he intended to wipe out the punchboard racket by which the racketeer was fleecing Metropolis school children, he literally signed his own death warrant. For when White and the girl reporter Lois Lane left the gambling ship which was Solitaire's headquarters, their launch was run down and destroyed by a speedboat at the racketeer's orders. Lois managed to swim to shore, but White was missing. And when Superman took to the air to search for him, the Man of Steel was mysteriously stricken and fell into the sea unconscious. Batman and Robin rescued Superman from the waves, but the Man of Steel was strangely weak, and after reviving, fell into a stupor. Meanwhile, two wealthy young playboys en route to Joe Solitaire's gambling ship came upon the half-drowned Perry White in the water, fished him out, and took him aboard Solitaire's yacht. As we continue now in Solitaire's stateroom, White lies on the floor, breathing heavily, his eyes closed. Muscles has fitted a silencer on his revolver, and with his thick lips drawn back over yellowed teeth, he aims the gun at White. Wait, Muscles. What do you think you're doing? I'm going to fix this guy White so as he'll never bother us again, boy. Idiot! Put that gun down. You mean you don't want me to? You must try to understand that all problems cannot be solved with bullets. Sure, sure, but this Have guy... Have you forgotten those millionaire jerks? Mayville in Soho, who fished him out of the water? If anything happens to him now, they'll know we did it. Nah, they're too dizzy to remember anything. We can't take the chance. Well, what do we do then? Let White go? Of course not. Then what do we... Be quiet. Let me think. Uh, well, <clears throat> the way I figure, Mayville and Soho won't remember nothing. They didn't even... Shut see... up. Well, look. I said remember... shut up. Shut up, shut up! Right. How can I think when you talk, talk, talk? I ought to cut your tongue. I ought to... Why do I waste my breath on a stupid ape like you? Uh, I won't say nothing, boss. There must be a way out of this. Let me see now. Everybody thinks White got drowned. 
African gents who may fill in Soho. Oh, how do you mean, fool him? Well, suppose we told him. Oh, that's no good. Now, wait. I've got it. What, boss? Taylor. You mean Ding Dong Taylor? Yes, he looks something like White, doesn't he? Well, uh, kind of. So what? It's about White's aging build. Has gray hair, too. We put White's wet clothes on him. We shouldn't have any trouble making those two lighted playboys believe he's the one they fished out of the drink. Did you get it? Yeah, but Ding Dong ain't on the boat. He's working on them phony punch boards up at the warehouse in Metropolis. I can call him on our ship to shore phone. Order him out here. Oh, yeah, but... Then we fix him up like White, send him back to shore with the men who fished White out. Hey, I get it. When Mabel and Soho reading the papers about White being drowned, they don't think nothing of it on account of they think it's Ding Dong Taylor they saved, and they know he's okay. That's right, Master. <laughs> and when the two characters go to shore with Ding Dong, we finish White and dump him back in the drink, huh? Exactly. <laughs> uh, boss, with your brains and my muscles, we can't miss... This is going to work out perfect. As Joe Solitaire and Muscles prepare swiftly for the final disposition of Perry White, Superman and his famous friend Batman have arrived at the Metropolis apartment where the Man of Steel lives in his guise of Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter. Seemingly recovered from his stupor, but still strangely weak, Superman rests on a couch while Batman speaks on the phone to his young companion, Robin, who was at Coast Guard headquarters. What's that, Robin? Give me that again. Yes, yes, I hear you. Well, what do you know? So that's the answer, eh? The answer to what, Batman? Uh, hold it a moment, Robin. We just learned that Navy was experimenting with a new secret atomic ray tonight, Superman. The most devastating thing yet devised. Atomic ray? Yes. And all planes have been ordered out of the sky within hundreds of miles of Metropolis. But, of course, the Navy didn't think you might be flying in the vicinity, so... Wait a minute, you mean I was hit by that ray? Well, you must have been. Admiral Greenleaf just told Robin it's a miracle that even you could live through it. All things. Secret atomic ray. What's that, Robin? Well, just a minute. I'll ask him. Uh, the Admiral is with Robin now, Superman. He wants to know how you're feeling. Well, I'll be all right. What about Perry White? Uh, tell the Admiral Superman will be all right, Robin, but what about Perry White? Any news? Oh. Nothing, eh? Uh-oh. No, no. You better wait there. In case anything pops, I'll, I'll get in touch with you. Right. So long. No word on Perry White, huh? No, like I told you before. I'm afraid he's been drowned. Joe Solitaire is responsible for that. Now, wait, Superman. You His can't go around. His speedboat ran down the punch Mr. White and Lois were in. It's my hunch it was done purposely to prevent the new mayor from breaking up Solitaire's punchboard racket. But you forget Solitaire's own man was in the speedboat and he was killed. Doesn't that look like it was an accident? Yes, yes, it does look like it, but I still think... Uh, it... Just a minute, I'll get it. Hello? Who? I can't hear you. Will you talk louder, please? Yes, this is Clark Kent's apartment. Yes, he's here. Just a minute, please. Who is it? I don't know. The fellow's talking very low. You can hardly hear him. Oh? Something very familiar about his voice, though. Hey, let me have it. Uh, shift voices, chum, huh? He asked for Kent. Oh, okay. Thanks. Hello? Kent, that you, Kent? Yes, who is this? This is Perry White. This Perry White? What? No. Yes, this is Perry White. I haven't much time, so listen. <laughs> Jaw sagging, Superman stares incredulously at the open-mouthed Batman, not daring to believe Perry White is alive and at the other end of the telephone connection. And now, back to the adventures of Superman. 
in his apartment with Batman. Clark Kent, who is Superman, has just received a telephone call from a man he believed was drowned. Kent, this is Perry White. Chief, is it really you? Of course it is. But, but, but I thought Kent. you were... Uh, never mind what you thought. I've only got a minute to get this. I don't know how is it Mr. White? Yes. Here, but... Get out where? Where are you? On Joe Solitaire's gambling ship. Joe Solitaire's ship? Yes. I thought... Wait a minute. territorial jurisdiction of the police authority, so I didn't call them. But you've got to get out here with help somehow, Kent, and in a hurry. Yes, of course, Chief. Solitaire thought I was asleep, but I heard him talking to one of his gang, planning to kill me. Then when he left his statement for that I got on the ship to shore Oh, never mind the details, Chief. I'll get oh, out there as quick. I hear him in the corridor. Get out here fast, Kent, or it's curtain. I'll be there in time, Chief. Don't worry. What's cooking, Superman? Perry White is on Joe Solitaire's gambling ship. But how? I don't understand. Never mind how or why. He says Solitaire is going to finish him right away. So we've got to get out there and fast. Come on. Wait, wait. Where are you going? What do you suppose? Out of this window. But uh... Come on, come on. Latch on to me. Okay, chum. Let's get going, then. Hey, hang on. Here we go. Up and away! Well? What the... What's holding you down? Great God, I... I... I can't get off the ground, Batman. You what? I... I can't fly. That atomic ray must have... Must have weakened me. Oh, what'll we do now? Dismayed, Superman stands at the open window, unable to fly with Batman to the aid of Perry White, who is in imminent danger of losing his life. Saved once by a miracle from the hands of Joe Solitaire, is Perry White to be finished now when Superman is unable to help him? What will happen? There's a thrill a minute in store for you in tomorrow's action episode, fellows and girls, so be sure to be with us. Tune in, same time, same station, for Chapter 6 of Pennies for Plunder on... The Adventures of Superman. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics magazine. And it's brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time by Kellogg's Pep, the super serial. You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. No, it's Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman. Today, he Kellogg's Pep, the super serial, super as in Superman. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine serial. Kellogg's Pep, the super serial presents the adventures of Superman. Today, Superman, summoned to the aid of Barry White, who is in danger of his life, is in his apartment with his friend Batman. When he is dealt a smashing blow. Perry White is in danger of being killed on Joe Solitaire's gambling ship. Come on, Batman. We're going out there to get him. Okay, Superman. Let's go. For this window. Yeah. Now, latch on. All set? Let her rip. Hang on, then. Up and away! Well, well? What the... What's the matter? Great Scott, Batman. That... That atomic ray weakened me so... so I can't fly. You what? I can't get off the ground. How can I save Perry White now? 
let's talk about those 24 photos of screen and sports stars you get as a prize. One in every package of Kellogg's Pep, the super cereal. It's little wonder they're tops for all-round quality. Right, because they were taken by the best photographers in the business. Correct. And you can get the whole Pep photo series of 24 famous screen and sports stars, like Eddie Lamar of United Artists, and Peggy Ann Garner of 20th Century Fox, and Adolph Kiefer, the backstroke swimming champ. Yes, sir. These canceled camera-sized photos are knockouts. Of course, you're collecting the whole series, so swap your duplicates. And the exciting way is to play photo swap. Later in the program, we'll show you how to play this thrilling swap game. Remember, keep collecting your photo from every package of Pep, those catchy flakes of good whole wheat. Pep's so good that all day long you'll think of that Pep taste with a happy smile. That's Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Kellogg's Pep, the super cereal. Super as in Superman. And now, the adventures of Superman. When Editor Perry White, newly elected mayor of Metropolis, set out to rid the city of a vicious and dishonest punchboard racket by which school children were fleeced of their nickels and dimes, he unknowingly signed his own death warrant. For Joe Solitaire, the punchboard king, had no intention of losing his lucrative racket. After one attempt on White's life, which barely failed, a grim fate delivered the crusading editor into Solitaire's hands again. And this time, the gambling boss made careful plans to get rid of the honest fighting White. Though very weak, White managed to phone Clark Kent, who is Superman, via Solitaire's ship-to-shore radio. But Superman, who had accidentally been struck by an atomic ray, was unable to fly to his aid. Now, helpless in his apartment, the Man of Steel faces his friend, the famous Batman, a worried frown creasing his forehead. What? What'll I do, Batman? I, I can't get off the ground. Well, this, this is a bad break, Jim. But we're not licked yet. But I... I I'll go on to Joe Solitaire's ship with Robin in the Batboat. Oh, no, that'll take too long. Mr. White said Solitaire's man was coming for him just as he hung up. Maybe, but we'll do the best we can, so keep your fingers crossed. I'll contact you as soon as I can. Oh, wait a minute, I'm going with you. No, you're too weak to leave now. You'd only be in the way. Me? Superman, too weak. Isn't that a laugh? Look, call Robin at Coast Guard headquarters, will you? Tell him to have the bat boat all primed at the dock. I'll be there in two shakes. All right. Good luck, Batman. Thanks. I've got an idea I'll be needing it. So long, John. Beacon light, Robin. Head straight out to sea. Right. We're practically clearing it now, Batman. That means we should pick up Joe Solitaire's ship in a few minutes, then. Uh, can't be too soon. Yeah? Look, will you please tell me how in blazes Barry White got on Solitaire's ship when he was supposed to have drowned several miles away? You've got me, Robin. You're sure he is here, and this is no trap. Positive. Superman recognized his voice on the ship to shore. Tell Oh, poor Superman. He must have broken his heart that he couldn't come with us. Just between you and me. Breaks my heart, too. Um, look, wouldn't it be, uh, well, uh, more sociable-like if we took a few husky marine cops along? Just for company, you know. No can do, Robin. Solitaire is anchored beyond the three-mile limit. That's outside the jurisdiction of the authorities. So that's it. Yep. That's why Mr. White called Clark Kent instead of the police. So we're on our own, sonny boy. <laughs> isn't that jolly? Isn't it? Hey, wait. There's the Lady Luck. The what? The Lady Luck. Solitaire's gambling ship. See that ring of lights way up ahead there? Uh-huh. I'd rather we weren't spotted just yet, Robin. So watch the glimpse, will you? And check. Well, we're running flat to the ace of space, Skipper. Now what? Just keep moving. When we get a little closer, we'll throttle down. And then what? What do you think? 
always send our butler aboard with our calling cards. Don't be funny. Lady Luck is lit up like a Christmas tree. It's going to take a bit of doing to get aboard before their guns make sieves out of them. You're not kidding, chum. You're not kidding. Roaring through the water without lights, Batman and Robin watch the brilliantly lighted Lady Luck take shape in the black sea ahead. Meanwhile, in Joe Solitaire's stateroom on the gambling ship, the dapper, pop-eyed punchboard king nods approvingly at the middle-aged, gray-haired man with weak chin and watery eyes who has just donned the wet, shapeless garments of Perry White, mayor of Metropolis. Standing by, muscles, Solitaire's burly, broken-nosed henchman rubs his huge hands gleefully. Hey, look at him, boss. Ah, that closing glasses, he's a ringer for Perry White. Not exactly, muscles, but... I think he looks enough like White to fool Mayville and his friends. Sure he does. It was pitch dark when them playboys fished the mayor out of the water. They didn't get a close look at him. Also, they weren't too clear-headed, you know. That's what I'm counting on, but... Ah, it's a cinch. We just tell Mayville that he's the guy they fished out of the drink tonight. And we let him take him ashore like you said. Then tomorrow, when they read in the papers that Perry White gets around, why, they won't think nothing about it. We'll make the test. You know what to say, don't you, Taylor? Sure, I know, Mr. Solitaire. Okay. Where's Mayville, Muscles? He's playing roulette. I got all the other suckers off the boat, but kept one table going for Mayville and his pal, like you said. Good. Bring him in here. It's Mr. Mayville, boss. Hiya, Joe, old boy, old boy. Not having much luck at your roulette wheel tonight, no, sir. I'm sorry, Mr. Mayville. Better luck next time. Oh, by the way, I think you know this gentleman. Oh, do I? Who is he? Gee, don't you remember me, Mr. Mayville? Why, you saved my life tonight. I sure want to thank you. Huh? Oh, you're the fellow Johnny and I pulled out of the water when we were coming out here, huh? Yeah, that's right. Mr. Taylor ought to have dry clothes, Mr. Mayville. And since it's pretty late and I'm closing up now, I thought maybe you and your friend wouldn't mind taking him back to shore in your boat. Why, sure. Glad to, Joe. Glad to. Come on along, Mr. Taylor. Gee, thanks, Mr. Mabel. Thanks. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Save your life any old time. Yes, sir. Any old time at all. Good night, Joe, old boy, old boy. Good night, Mr. Mabel. Good night, Mr. Mabel. Ah, sure worked like a chump, boss. Yes. You sure all the other suckers are off the ship? Sure, nobody aboard but our own guys. And Mr. Perry White in the next cabin. Good. Now listen. Wait until Mayville's boat is out of sight. Then you know what to do. I sure do. White ain't gonna stick his nose in our punchboard racket anymore. And if anybody picks him out of the ocean this time, he ain't gonna be able to do nobody any good. <laughs> That's the idea, Muscles. That's the idea. Half closing the heavy lids on his grape-like eyes, Joe Solitaire allows a faint smile of victory to crease his pasty face as his overgrown henchman muscles prepares to do away with Perry White. And now, back to the adventures of Superman. For 200 yards around the brilliantly lighted gambling ship, the water is agleam as in bright moonlight. At the edge of the pattern of light, the blackness cast by a starless sky, the long, oddly-shaped batboat from her cut rolls silently to the waves. Crouched on the bow, Batman has just let the anchor out, and now with a long leap, 
He lands beside Robin on the deck of the open rear cockpit. Okay, Robin, peel off your cape. What are we going to do, Batman? Swim to the gamble? Right. Do you mind? Oh, no. It's a pleasure. Okay, then step on it. Okay, okay. Say, I wonder who was in that speedboat that just went by. There's no time to worry about that now. Perry White is on Solitaire's yacht, and we've got to get to him fast. You're not kidding. You all set? All set. I've even got my insurance paid up. Dive deep now, and swim underwater to the stern of the ship. We'll shooting up on the anchor. If we're not spotted before that. Mm, you think of the cutest things. Take a deep breath. Got it. Okay, then let's go. Dive and make it fast. Curling themselves head foremost from the rail, Batman and Robin dive into the dark sea, cleave below the surface, and swim furiously side by side toward the gambling ship, where at this moment, Muscles is entering the cabin in which Perry White lies on a bunk tied hand and foot, with Superman seemingly disabled. Perry White's last and only hope rests on the dynamic duo, Batman and Robin. But Joe Solitaire's ship swarms with his henchmen, powerful armed men who, beyond the territorial limits of the law, hesitate at nothing, not even murder. What will happen? A great deal happens tomorrow, fellows and girls. So for plenty of thrills and excitement, be sure to tune in tomorrow. Same time, same station for Chapter 7 of Pennies for Plunder on The Adventures of Superman. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the Super Serial. You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater presented by Phoenix Media. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. No, it's Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman. Today, eat Kellogg's Pep, the super cereal. Super, as in Superman. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Kellogg's Pep, the super cereal presents The Adventures of Superman. Today, with Superman helpless in Metropolis, Muscles McGraw, a henchman of Joe Solitaire, enters a cabin on Solitaire's gambling yacht, where Perry White, duly elected mayor, lies bound hand and foot. You take these ropes off me. Take them off at once, do you hear me? Sure, sure, Mr. Mayor. I'll take them off. Now, hurry. It's about time you came to your senses. You and that racketeer boss of yours, Joe Solitaire, ought to know you can't get away with a racket that fleeces children of their nickels and dimes on crooked punch boards. Now, as soon as I get back to Metropolis, I'll you see... You ain't going back to Metropolis, Mr. Mayor. What? What do you mean? You and me at feet. I'm going to walk up on deck, and I'm going to tap you on the noggin and feed you to the... Eh. Now, wait a minute. Now, look here. Up you... on your feet, Mr. Mayor. Them fishes are hungry. Come on. Say, if your crowd's having the time of their lives collecting those 24 pep photos of screen and sports stars, and you're missing out, then join the pep fans and get in on the fun yourself. Yes, sir, and they're yours for the prize. One in every package of Kellogg's Pep, the super cereal. Right. Candid camera-sized photos of standout stars like Dana Andrews of the Sam Goldwyn Studios and Orville Grove, the Chicago White Sox pitcher. A whole photo series of 24 stars. Now listen. 
you can get a slick photo album made especially for your pet photo collection. Keeps your photos clean and safe. What's more, your photo album's a cinch to get. Just look at the side of your pet package for full instructions. And remember, keep collecting your photos from every package of pet. Those crisp flakes of whole wheat. Flakes of pep so good, your spoon can hardly wait to carry each happy load from your bowl. That's Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Kellogg's Pep, the super cereal. Super, as in Superman. And now, the adventures of Superman. When Superman was accidentally struck by a deadly atomic ray and temporarily disabled, it seemed that Joe Solitaire's second attempt to take the life of editor Perry White, newly elected mayor of Metropolis, would succeed. For the punchboard racketeer held White a prisoner on his gambling ship three miles out at sea and had perfected a scheme to make White's death appear to be accidental drowning. But Batman and Robin sped to the scene in their backboat and, anchoring 200 yards away in the darkness, swam underwater to Solitaire's yacht. Now, clad in their skin-tight costumes, with hoods and masks, the dynamic duo are swiftly climbing hand over hand like agile monkeys up the steel pink anchor chain at the stern of the brightly lit gambling ship. If anybody happens to look over the rail before we get upstairs, Batman, it's going to be too bad. Quiet. Quiet, Robin. You want to get the show away? Oh, you know me, Pappy. Always the life of the party. You don't want to be the death of the party. You will can the chatter. Oh, sorry. Just call me Mouse. <laughs> Deck, Batman. Wait. Wait, I'll see. There's just one man on deck, Robin. Near the stern rail. No, just one? That's a break. No. There's plenty of others in the main salon, I'll bet. Any sign of Mr. White? No. Now listen carefully, Robin. First, we nail the guy on deck quietly. And then we ask questions. Got it? Got it. All right, then. Get your hands in the rail. I'll give you a boost. All right. Uh, uh, there you go. Yeah. Cut the rail. Yep. Okay. Now pull yourself up. Yeah. All set, Batman. Come on. All right. You're right. Hey, who are you? Get him, Robin. The old flying tackle. Uh, gag him, Batman. Hey, hurry. Got my hand over his mouth. Uh, Hang on his legs. Making too much noise. Oh, I'll soon fix that with a toe hole. There. Oh, nice work, Robin. Listen, mister, if you don't want to go over the side, talk and talk fast. But one yelp out of you and its curtains, you understand? I think he agrees, Batman. Take your hand off his mouth. Okay. Now tell me, where's Perry White? In, in the cabin, next to Joe Delatez's stateroom. Where's that? Just, just below, second front run the companion way. Uh, now we're getting someplace. Yes. Sorry, mister, but I'll have to put you to sleep for a few minutes, so... Nighty night. Oh. oh. Well... So far, so good. On your feet, Robin. Right. There's the companion way across that. Come on. Batman, here come two more gorillas. Uh, oh, hey, where's Come on, Robin. Come on, let's go. Here's my calling card. Try this on for size. Sure, sure. Sure. One down. Need some help with your boy, Robin? After this. Oh. That does it. Come on, let's go. Quick, down the companion way, Robin. Before we run any more of this mob. Come follow me and shut the door after you. Where do we go now, huh? Wait a minute. Go on, Wayne. Get back in that cabin and keep quiet. Uh -oh. Batman, look. Hold it, Robin. Now look here. That's Perry White. Come on. Hot dog. Here come the Marines, Mr. White. Batman. Robin. 
Oh, thank heaven. Stand back, you guys. Look out. Back. Look out. He's pulling a gun at him, Robin. Here goes. I'll fix you guys. I'll tell you. I'll beat you. Get me a flying mirror, Robin. You get Mr. White into that cabin. Right back, man. Come on, Mr. White. Good heavens. Now, I must feel a friend. I'm up with you. That takes care of him. Okay, Robin. Lock this cabin door before any of the mob gets here. Right. Now what, Batman? I don't know, Mr. White. This doesn't look too good. You fellas got here just in time. That muscle was going to hit me on the head and throw me overboard. Uh, nice playmates you have, Mr. White. Oh, they're ruffians and murderers, all of them. Oh, say, where's Kent? Come on, open up, you guys. Tell you later. Uh-oh. Muscles and his buddies weren't in, Batman. And how? Don't let them in. They'll finish us. I'm afraid we're trapped, chums. No porthole in this cabin. No. That's right. Come on, open the door, I said. Well... What do we do, Batman? I don't know. I certainly wish I knew, Robin. All right, guys. Let's this down. Oh, I'm afraid we're done for after all. I don't give up. Keep a stiff upper lip, Mr. White. Batman and I have been in worse spots. Or have we? Listen. I wouldn't try breaking down the door, muscles. I tell you, we have guns. And we'll use them. Do you have guns? No, of course not. We never carry them. Looks like that bluff is going to work, Batman. Uh, I don't think it'll hold them for long, though. Oh, boy, this is one time I sure wish Superman were with us. Listen, you in there. You're trapped. You have no chance to escape. Be smart. Who's that? Joe Solitaire. Solitaire? Oh, the big cheese himself. Huh? I suggest you open the door and come out peaceably. Otherwise, it'll go much harder with you. Listen, don't make any deals with him. He can't be trusted. Uh-huh. Go fly a kite, solitaire. Very well, I'll show you how hopeless it is. In two minutes, you'll crawl out of that cabin in my hand. We'll shoot you down like dogs. Come with me, my folks. Okay, boy. You others wait here. This will be very amusing. <laughs> I don't like the sound of that laugh, Batman. I wonder what he's up to. I don't know. But something tells me we're going to find out soon, Robin. We're going to find out too soon. And it won't be funny to us. Trapped in the ship's cabin, Batman, Robin, and Free White wait nervously for Joe Solitaire's next move. What will it be? Now, back to the adventures of Superman. Trapped in a cabin on Joe Solitaire's gambling ship, Batman, Robin, and Perry White suddenly hear a sliding sound above them. What's that, Batman? The ceiling. Look, Robin. Great Caesar. A sliding panel in the ceiling. Stand back, Mr. White. This will show you I always keep my promises, gentlemen. <laughs> what the... What are those things he brought? Something tells... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They're tear gas. <laughs> Christopher Columbus. I, I, I can't breathe. <laughs> that dirty rat of tears. So that's what he meant. <laughs> I'm afraid we're... <laughs> yes, you got brain. We got it now. <laughs> they won't be able to stand that tear gas much longer. Get your guns ready, boys. I, I can't... I can't stand it. <laughs> What are we going to do, Batman? I'm afraid we... We'll have to give up, Robin. Gasping and choking from the tear gas, he 
in the small cabin. Robin and Batman know that Joe Solitaire has won, and they and Perry White have lost. And meanwhile, miles away, Superman, the one man who knows where they are, and who might still be able to save his friends, stands at the open window of his apartment, still somewhat weakened from the effects of a deadly atomic ray. What possibly can save Batman, Robin, and Perry White now? We'll know on Monday, gang. So whatever you do, don't miss the next thrilling and exciting episode. Startling things happen. So be sure to tune in Monday, same time, same station, for Chapter 8 of Penny for Plunder on The Adventures of Superman. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the super cereal. Get this and previous episodes of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater wherever you get podcasts or by visiting phoenixmedia.us forward slash Silver Age Heroes. Join us again, same bat time, same bat station, for another presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. Excelsior! <laughs>